Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hey, Life Church family, welcome back to another Pastors Podcast. Pastor Chris Ray is here, along with Pastor Jeff Young and Pastor Bob Leahy. You know, guys, we look forward to doing these podcasts because we love to encourage you, teach you, inform you, but it's also a great way for us to hang out yeah. and have fun. It's, good, it's a good way to have good conversation yeah. and follow it from maybe the sermons or follow it for whatever might be going on. Yeah, because we, we, we talk about it a little bit, but then we just let the Holy Spirit take our conversation. And that's what I love about these times. If you're wondering, like we're reading off scripts, we're definitely not reading off of script, but we are letting God just use the wisdom of our life or our life experience or our understanding of the scripture to help bring to you answers, especially in the area of the scripture. Yeah. So we've been doing a podcast talking about your sermon series on fasting and praying because yeah. life church as well as the Foursquare of Movement, we're all partnering together on a 21-day fast. But the the title, I guess, of this is uh, Fasting in a Way That Other People Win So That Everybody mm, Wins. Yeah. And so in verse 6 of Isaiah 58, God says, look, you guys didn't get it. This is the fast that I have chosen. Yes. And so at this point, it's... It's saying, okay, there's a personal benefit, which we've been talking about, yep. the personal benefit of fasting. Yeah, in fact, I, I mean, I think in my first sermon on this is your fast should actually be for you and the Lord first. Right. It, it, you can come in with, with some thoughts, hey, I'm going to take this time to fast to pray for my brother or this this friend of mine who's lost or or whatever. So you can have all those things, but... Really, I mean, a fast is very much like, okay, Lord, here's my heart, here's my life, here's my, here's my everything. Mm-hmm. So, I want I want to be healthy so that I might be able to then go help others or yeah. or be a blessing to others right. as I live this out. So, fasting's first, I think, um, I guess, priority of of order or whatever it might be would be you and the Lord first. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I just kind of cut well, you off there, but because then that no, that makes it then uh, authentic because I'm really doing this for me and the Lord. But as the God designed it, it is always supposed to be outward. It, yes, it comes in to us, changes us, then horizontally it goes out yeah. and it goes and touches not just immediate family, but but touches the world. Yes, and so bring us up to speed then on this in Isaiah that God was saying. Look, you guys missed the point, or actually several points, but the fast that I have chosen was to to accomplish some very specific things yes. in the community. Yeah, 100%. And actually, I think this is where it's the both and. It's both in you and for others. Yeah. So the when you read like right after 6 in 7, 8, and 9, I mean, it, it's a lot of, like, if you do this, mm. the way I've co- called you accordingly to, to fast, and and if you do these things, then these are this is what's going to be the result. This is what's going to be the consequence of, of a true fast, is what Isaiah says. 
Um, what I've noticed is there's four spiritual things that we um, we can see through this, and then four physical things that we see mm-hmm. uh, the Lord doing through our fast. And so, again, it's it's yeah, maybe in you because um, I think I think Jake, Pastor Jake, our youth pastor, he shared with us the other day at staff meeting. He's like. The best journey is the one that answers the question you didn't know to ask. Uh, yeah. And I think yeah. fasting does that. It it's this like Lord, I'm coming with my with my life and I of course I have things that I'd love you to to change or impact or transform. Mm-hmm. But if there's something unknown to me or that I might have blinders on that I can't see, would you shatter those things? Would you break those open so that I might have the eyesight to see? Um, one more quick little illustration is this weekend I shared, Oh, I think I only did it in one service, but I used the illustration of that very morning. I, I thought my glasses were clean mm. And those of you who wear glasses, pastor Chris and I do, and yeah. Bob does too, actually. Um, but when your glasses are dirty, sometimes you can't, you, you, you can kind of tell, Oh right. man, I pro- probably should <laughs> clean my glasses. But that morning I was like, Oh no, my glasses are clean. I was going to clean them in the morning. I was like, Oh no, they're fine. And then I actually took them off my face and I put them, I had, I looked, through a light, you know, a light was up. And so I put my glasses in between the light and my eyes and I went, Oh my gosh, (laughs) wow. I really have to clean these glasses. And I think that's a way of fasting. It's like, I'm exposing my life to the Lord Mm -hmm. so that he might say to me or reveal to me, Hey, that is a stronghold in your life that maybe you didn't even realize and Mm -hmm. enlightening me Mm -hmm. or giving me revelation to say, wow, I've actually... I need to deal with this so then I can be a blessing to others. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So going back to the four things of the spiritual, um, where he, he meets us spiritually and he meets us physically. Um, I wrote them down there. The first thing is to loose the chains of injustice. Mm -hmm. And that's just the way in which we treat one another. I mean, the, he was confronting the Israelites who were treating their servants and their fellow Israelite so poorly with, Mm absolute um, injustice that he's like, I'm going to break the way you, if you allow me to do a work in you, you'll see people differently Hmm. and you'll treat them differently. Wow. So then the second thing, and that's a real spiritual dynamic. Mm -hmm. Um, Then the second thing is to untie the cords of the yoke. um, And that's just the religiosity that was upon the shoulders. The law was so heavy and the way it was mandated was just with the iron fist. And so it felt like, I think the people kind of fell into this, well, I have to fast. It's the day of fasting. So here I am. I'm going to fast. I'm going <laughs> to do the thing. And and why isn't God even listening to me? This is so dumb. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of how they they ended up. Right. And so he was like, no, no, no. I'm going to show you what a true fast is and, and watch and see as I untie all the cords of this yoke that's upon your shoulders and loosen it up so that you can actually have some movement and relationship with me, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The third thing is to set the oppressed free. Wow, I, I I know I need to dig into that more. Um, but when we encounter Jesus, he makes us new. Right. And there are some bonds, uh, some strongholds um in our lives before we know Jesus and and maybe even after where where we just get bound up and he says, I set the oppressed free. So when I fast, I actually am coming in with this, Lord, if I'm bound up, then would you free me? Would right. you would you um, set me free. And I think huh. too, I think in reflection to that, when, when I allow the Lord to do something like that in me, it gives me eyesight to see those very same things maybe in others. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Not in not as a place of criticism or or judgment, but it just gives me eyesight and discernment to go. <laughs> I've been there. Yeah, I I understand that. Yeah, I see that. And then the other one is to to break every yoke, and those are just the things that are that are on our shoulders. Those expectations, those things that are so heavy that maybe we put on ourselves, or society puts on ourselves, or the world, or whatever it might be. Our boss, our yeah. teacher, our mom, or our dad where these these expectations these yokes that are put on our shoulders that are um heavy and mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i think not the lord hasn't asked us to carry that yoke yeah and so he says i want to break those things and so those are the four spiritual things that i don't know if you want to share anything no just about really that a question kind of a follow-up so in the abstaining in the fasting in connecting with the lord what you're saying is then my eyes are open. I can actually see things. They're open to see the oppressed, the hungry, the homeless in a totally different light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I allow the fasting to have its work in me, yeah. which will make me much more aware of my my fellow man, the needs that are around me, mm-hmm. and they basically what it does is that, like you said, the glasses, the lenses. For me, the fog on my lenses is just selfishness. Mm. Is I'm just taking care of me, you know. I, and so fasting helps to open my eyes yeah. to see those things. And how about even? Oh man, there's so many things I want to talk about now. Yeah. But how about like even just cruise control? Like I feel like you, if you're doing okay in life, I think we're happy to be okay in life. Yeah. And why would I change that? So why would I interrupt my okay life for fasting? <laughs> That's going to cause me pain. It's going to cause me some yeah. suffering. Um, but it it's so that the Lord can do a great deeper work in you mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. you might have a great deep work in others. Yeah. You know, all by the power of Jesus, of course. It's not me. It's Christ in me. Yeah. And wow. And then and then that reaches our physical, the physical needs that I, I think we see here is um, to share food with hungry. Like it's just to care for those who are hurting. Um, provide yeah. shelter for the wanderer, um, clothe the naked, and to not turn away from your own flesh and blood. That maybe, maybe this is just a way of the Lord saying, I'm going to reprioritize the way you look at life, mm-hmm. the way mm-hmm. that you care for others, the way that you see others, the way that you see people who are very different than you, who are hurting, who are broken, who are on the outskirts, maybe to have some compassion. And maybe if we're actually have the clear lenses to see, maybe he's going to give us some direction. How, what am I supposed to do? You yeah. know? Cause I think back, back then, I think it was different um, culturally as far as like uh, you'd literally bring people into your house to, with right. a, a great spirit of hospitality today. Not so much, you know, it's right. a lot different. Um, but what does it look like to not turn your back on your flesh and blood? Like your spouse and mm-hmm. your children. Mm-hmm. And wow, but that, that <laughs> takes a great act of selflessness, like yeah. you're just talking about. Yeah. Um, and so when I actually cleared my glasses that morning, I went, oh man, it always is nice when my, my glasses are all, you know, gross. And, you know, if I, you know, hug my kids or whatever, yeah, yeah, their yeah. face touches my sure. glasses, I have to clean them immediately. It's like, you can see so much clearer. Right. And I think I want to see spiritually clear. Yes. And I think a fast really helps that. And so Isaiah then says, okay, when you do this, the, it says then, the, then something's going to happen as a result. Yep. Which, again, I, 
when we think of just the the, cha- the call or the challenge, okay, I'm going to fast, and this is the kind of fast, and I'm going to abstain from this food. And I'm going to pray. And I'm going to pray. I'm just, but it's like, whoa, no, wait a minute. There's actually a, a, almost like a promise attached yeah. to this. Yeah. I see it in Isaiah a lot, actually. The light has dawned. You know, the light has come mm. into darkness. And and this is where he says, your light will break forth like the dawn. Um, well, I don't know. I, I kind of just assume that everybody wants to see clearly. Mm. You can't see clearly in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> And so, but when that, then the, when the sun comes up, like the dawn, man, it's, it's beautiful. It's refreshing. It's hope filled. It's a new day, new mercies. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's what I, I feel like it's a blessing to you and to others. Um, because when the light is dawn for you, then it's going to dawn for others as well. Cause you, the light is in you. Yeah. Your healing will, uh, quickly appear like for those who need healing, like, mm-hmm. man, that's a, it's a powerful statement. And then the righteousness will go before you and the glory of the, the Lord will be your, your rear guard. Mm. I, yeah. It's so rich. There's so much to just those three, three or four verses. Right. It's, it's phenomenal. But it's something that we want. I mean, we, we crave that sense of security from the Lord, protection, prosperity, fullness, wholeness, all these things. But it, it isn't just this instantaneous thing where, you know, God is just our sugar daddy in heaven and, you know, gives us whatever we want. There is this, no, if you do this, then this. Yeah. If you do this, then then look at this yeah. is what's going to happen. My kids were asking me the other night, because we do, we do a Bible study every Tuesday night. We've been doing this for several months now, and it's just been phenomenal, just taking some allocated mm. time in the word together with them, with me and Carissa, it's just been a really beautiful moment. And they ask all these questions. I mean, they ask so many questions. And sometimes Carissa and I look at each other like, <laughs> Oh gosh, one of them asks, well, what, what if, you know, what if, what if somebody isn't a Christian their whole life? And then they like, at the very last second, they, they ask for forgiveness from the Lord. Like they were kind of like, is that, uh, does that work? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, that's, that's the beauty of the cross. Yeah. You know, that's the beauty of the cross. Yeah. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. Well, just the, the questions is that for your kids, they were, were you guys talking about this? Were you, were you covering that? I completely forgot where I was at. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> the point is that actually, and that for me, and maybe it'll come to you in a second, I think for me, this whole series has been, again, an eye-opener as to how much, even as a pastor, my flesh, my cravings, my yearnings, but can still control me at a level that is—it's shocking. Yeah. What I was getting at. Thank you. Whew, yeah. Got it. I was like, wow, that was weird. Um, I said, you know, that—that's amazingly. That's God's grace, right? That you, yeah. that at the very last second you can call out to the Lord and He's going to answer you. He's going to respond graciously. You know, but what a what a different life to live when you say yes to Jesus now. Yeah, <laughs> and you live this faithful, maybe this boring Christian life, in a way that says I'm just going to follow after the Lord, and and you begin to faithfully see this disciple who is disciplined will have a life with of the fullness of God. Right, that is far different than one who has gone their whole life without the Lord. Yeah. 
That yeah, maybe maybe at the the end of the, their road, they still get to enter into the kingdom of heaven, right. like the guy on the the second guy on the cross, you know, yeah, with yeah. the Lord. But what a better life to live, right? So because go, go going that route, sure it'll still work, but what a, a life full of regrets. Yeah, you have tons of regrets, but if you come to the Lord early, those things won't plague you on your deathbed. Yeah, and so for us. God has showed us a way forward to break these yokes, not only in ourselves, but to break the yokes in others around us. And so that's how we want to end this podcast, is that the reason that we teach and lead you as pastors is so that you get to experience a different kind of life. But all we can do is point the way. (laughs) That's all we can do is teach and point the the way. The rest has to be the self-discipline. And it's self-discipline that all of us... Every single one of us has to live and live out every single day. You get to decide. That's right. But we're here to help. Amen. Amen. Love you all. Yeah, love you all. See you next week. Peace out. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there's anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.